Kong, I own it. It did. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Woo! Happy Friday, y'all. Welcome to Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. My name is TK Trinidad. You are entering WWT Live, the Friday edition. And thank you, Lord, I am not alone. He is the man with massive plan. He knows everything. Like, day back to the start of wrestling, this is him. He knows everything. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> I am good. How are you? I'm good. It's one of those things where like, I, I was doing something on Wednesday, so unfortunately I couldn't do the show, but I was able to yeah. tune in. But yeah. Monday literally feels like two weeks ago. It's so like it the concept really of time really does. Has I don't I think it's because of the pandemic. Like mm-hmm. the pandemic seems anywhere from two years to ten years. Yeah. Like yeah. it's very random. Um, mm-hmm. And so my concept of time is very like off. Like it feels like I haven't done this in a very long time when it was only Monday. So, yeah. Well, it was also a very, very, very busy week. So yeah. like it's that. And that was, that was, so I have a funny thing for you. Are you ready for this? I don't know. Do, am I? <laughs> do you suffer from Triskaidekaphobia? What is that? That is actually fear of Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. My mom okay. believes in Jesus. We don't do that stuff. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> we fear nothing. Yeah. We don't, we don't. And on top of that, see, there's so many other things to fear as well. Like This is true. I, I, I mean, I don't want to go down to that hole, but unfortunately there was um, uh, a gentleman. He was the cousin to one of the Black Lives Matter founder. And he died um, via the taser, not even a good shot. Like not to say like either or is good, but it's just like, (laughs) we have so many other things to, um, yeah, Friday the 13th. And also to the construct of time, which I can go on and on about, which Mm -hmm. is the best thing ever. If you are a person who um, feels like they need to get everything done at a certain period of time, when you deconstruct the construct, the, the construct of time, like it makes life a little bit better, even though, of course, like you're going to die eventually. But it's just like 
you don't, you're no longer like, I'm going to start this on Monday or I'm going to start this right. on the first, or I'm going to start this. Right. Like, nah, this is, this is just a whole fictitious yeah, thing. Today's supposedly yeah. Friday, but in the alternate universe, which I had a whole, that's a whole nother discussion. It could oh, be boy. another name by, and you know, we're doing eight days or four days anyway. Oh, well, th then there's that. <laughs> then there's that. Um, however, I actually didn't think, and, and this is what you get for not really reading text messages. I didn't think uh -huh. this gentleman was going to join us, but he's in the building. Oh boy. Greetings and salutations, everybody. I mean, it is Friday the 13th. It was a very freaky Friday. I apologize for my delay. And we were in the chat, TK. I was telling you how I was helping my mom because I'm her IT person, her banking person. But really, I was trying to convince her to give me a billion dollars to buy the World Wrestling Entertainment Federation company. There you go. To uh, make that happen. But, of course, we were denied the loan. So, so much for supporting black businesses. Again, just. You oh, just, my God. Well, really you were brave to do it twice businesses. in a week, though. There it is. Yeah, that's true. You know, I, I got a couple social security numbers to use. I got one more time to try, and uh, we're going to figure wow. out. Wow. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, shout out to Stephanie in the chat. Stephanie Hardy. Hey, she was Steph. uh, raw Steph, on, on Monday. Right. Um, right. Looking so cute with her sign. And uh, like, look, kudos to Stephanie. Because Stephanie. It, it, she it, got it, it. Yeah. It going hard was a person. It'd be Stephanie. I agree. <laughs> That's that. I agree. Absolutely. In, that. In, in, in the dictionary, Steph, yeah. Stephanie Hardy most yes. definitely puts the hard in Hardy because that's oh. where she goes. I don't know. I don't well. know what that's. I, I, I'm, I'm not sure what to do with that. Yeah. 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 <sighs> All right. Well, let's yeah. uh, let's let's hit it from the top. <laughs> top yeah, row. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> from the top rope, of course, the leading story uh, basically since Tuesday night has been all things WWE. Will they sell? Won't they sell? We had quite the exhaustive show talking about it on Wednesday. But one of the things that seems to be a big piece of news now is that there's another potential suitor. And again, all of this is allegedly, um, which I have a whole other thing about. But potentially interested in purchasing WWE would be Tony and Shad Khan. You know, the cons that own the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Premier League Fulham FC. Oh, and that other wrestling organization called AEW. Right. Got it. So uh, that is uh, what is being said. So uh, allegedly there is a uh, an anonymous person who has said that they are open to discussing a potential role, get this, for Vince McMahon if a merger were to take place, even though it would be unclear what type of job Vince McMahon would want with WWE after a sale. Now, there are many that are saying that this is likely a long shot, according to CNBC, and that, you know, the cons who I believe Shad is only worth like five or six billion, so they would need some assistance to actually only. make this happen. Um, I know only, right? Um, so there's that, and then of course, there are other reports that are talking about uh potentials at Disney or ESPN. Um, and, and in fact, this is what's really interesting to me the most about all of it. 
What's interesting to me the most of all of it is all of the rumors and things that have been going around have actually prompted WWE to actually make a statement, um, which is so rare for WWE to ultimately respond to rumors and things. But the rumors had gotten so loud that Mm -hmm. they felt like they had to say something. And so the long and short of what they said was, no, we have not sold. Uh, We are in talks to see what is going to make the most sense. And we will not make another statement until it's absolutely necessary or until a sale is complete. So that's all very, very, very interesting. And so, you know, it's it, what's equally interesting is it's about uh, 22 years uh, since the WCW sale took place. That happened, of course, in March of 2001. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the irony that it would flip, I think it's a long shot. I just don't think that um, Vince would necessarily sell to to them, but apparently they are in the conversation. They being, of course, the cons. <sighs> All right, I need to download um, download a, a thing for this because I am so tired, so <laughs> tired of and, and and every time I say this, I feel incredibly old, but I'm not. Okay. I am just so tired. I think that it's the teachers that I had. They were very much old school journalists. And I'm really tired mm. of all this speculation of stuff. And, you know, it's one thing if you have one source or you have a source that doesn't want to talk. But the, at the end of the day, it's still a company. The likelihood of, like, the, the things that fly around. And then, yes, it's great. You know, we have something to talk about. But it's it's getting out of hand to the point where it's just, like, your sources are incited. I can now go and tell a friend of a friend of a friend who knows a friend. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I heard, by the way, Stephanie is also planning on, you know, uh, working for AEW as well because yeah. she can't. And we'll talk about her and um, her her relationship with her father. But it's just mm-hmm. so frustrating when I see this stuff and then you actually read the article and the article is not saying anything. Yeah. And it's not just wrestling. It's everything but everything we're covering wrestling it's just yeah. even more annoying because no offense wrestling is a fun entity it was created mm-hmm. to for us to watch and enjoy but mm-hmm. it feels like when you have stuff like this it actually takes the enjoyment of actually the product itself and now mm-hmm. we're talking about all these things that it doesn't it, it like it does not none of it is true the, like the the likelihood of that happening, and then and then then the audacity of saying, "Oh, we're gonna find a a, um, a position for Vince McMahon." Are you yeah, effing yeah. kidding me? Like I'm not sure <laughs> Vince McMahon's type of thing, but if you have the audacity to go and buy my company and say, "I'm gonna find a place for you," go and kick rocks. Like that is yeah. not even remotely gonna happen. So for you to even have the audacity to write that in is 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 crazy so it's just kind of like yes i get it and yes i get that people big organizations like wwe and AEW, you have a lot of moving parts you have a lot of athletes you have people who are friends of athletes i hear things all the time i don't i choose not to report them because one they're friendships and then two they they're not telling me for me to report it and on top of that they probably don't even know if it's actually accurate so they're telling me this yeah. incompetence, not for me to go and report it and then have no accuracy at it. And now you have to go and either retract it or you just leave it there. So I'm yeah. sorry for rant, but it's just so no. it's, it's the, the no. Another I am actually very glad you did that rant because I started we we had so many things going on Wednesday. I really wanted to make uh 
in quotes, wrestling journalist, the heel of the day. But I think as much as you've covered that, and we still might do that, I need to also speak to the internet wrestling community because here's what is equally problematic to me. The internet wrestling community will believe whatever they want to believe. And the truth of it is, think, think about this. It, it said, and I want to be very careful when I say this, but it says to me that a lot of people in the internet wrestling community have never gone through a merger, don't understand business at all, because there is absolutely no way that you announce uh, that you join the board today and then tonight sell the company. <laughs> the size of the WWE. It is not going to happen. I'm telling you, there are too many things legally that won't allow it to happen that fast. So the gullible nature of the internet wrestling community to believe and to spread this so much that the WWE has to turn around and say, okay, guys, listen, there hasn't been a sale. It is there preposterous <laughs> to me, but that is what happens. And I think it is unfortunate. And, and I, I'm saying this all very carefully, but it just speaks to the lack of experience that people have in these spaces and circles. I've been through a couple of mergers. I know how much time it takes from the mm -hmm. time we start talking about potentially being a merger till there being a merger to the stuff that actually happens in a merger, you know, to, to who's leaving and who's staying all that. That takes time, people. Mm -hmm. So to think that Vince is going to show up on a Thursday <laughs> just because his daughter leaves on a Tuesday, become uh, chairman of the board Tuesday night, and then sell the company before the morning? <laughs> that doesn't even make logical sense. But the yeah. internet wrestling community went so far with it. And again, to your point, TK, it kind of, you know, it reminds me of the Manti Teo um, documentary when yeah. they talked about how the news outlets did not dare do due diligence. They just saw this picked up and they just grabbed it. And if you if you read any of these stories, they all cite somebody else as in another, this site reported, this right. site reported. But we don't even know the reality. And, and so I just, I think it's terrible. Like I saw an article in Newsweek where Newsweek this week was trying to determine did WWE sell or not. And when I read what they said, it was like, okay, the first people they had up there was this, you know, public investment firm or from, from Saudi. And then they tried to say, well, we reached out to them and nobody could confirm or deny, but here's the possibility of whether it could happen or not. But I'm like, so we have no sources, <laughs> but we're going to be a major news outlet and report this just because the internet wrestling community. So I think the internet wrestling community is going to have to wisen up. And no. I can't tell you how many people sent me things. And they were just like, mm -hmm. have you seen it? And I have to tell them, like, guys, it's a rumor. Right. It is not a fact. And I'm not reporting a rumor. I will tell you that mm -hmm. now. Yeah. I've done too much journalism. I've, I understand that my brand, my name is on the line. So I got to make sure it's fact. So it, it is, it's sad. It's really, really sad. But I'm glad for spaces like this because we really get to help our, uh, our community and say, guys, come on. Let's the do it. Yeah. Go on, Kane. 
I mean, are we familiar with fiduciary security people? Do we understand how trades and stock markets and shareholders and business mergers work before we run with anything? You know, less than 24 hours ago, we thought that Mansoor will be winning the WWE Universal Championship tonight on SmackDown as a Saudi Arabian owned company. And now all of a sudden it becomes Tony Khan and Shad Khan buying WWE. Hey, Vince McMahon. The name on the contract says Khan, but not Nick Khan, <laughs> but Tony Khan and Sean Khan. And I'm booking tickets to Panama City, Florida right now Gosh. for AEW Beach Bash. So when Tony Khan walks out on Raw, oh, we can boy. make that happen. I mean, this is a situation where, again, to your point, G, it's been over 20 two years march 26 mm-hmm. 2001 yep. is when mm-hmm. this mcmahon appeared on monday night nitro i will never forget that day because mm-hmm. it's my brother's birthday ah. honestly i remember more for wcw monday nitro seeing vince mcmahon than my actual brother's birthday now but like yo i don't know what to right, say about that. that yeah yeah that happened but remember Yikes. if we can go back to 2001 and when the internet dirt sheets were really starting to come up and there were there were forums and maybe one or two websites with this and it was like what might happen because mm-hmm. remember we knew that Eric Bischoff and his group were trying to buy WCW right. AOL Time Warner wanted nothing to do with it and mm-hmm. WCW being gone was never really an option because again mergers take time so this was building up building up building up building up and then at the last minute it went kaput and then vince kind of just went in and was like well here we go Mm -hmm. so it Mm -hmm. seemed fast at the time but there was already things in motion so vince and them just kind of you know while eric bishop and them ran 4.9 kilometers vince ran the last one to complete the Mm -hmm. 5k and win Mm -hmm. that's why Mm -hmm. it seems so very urgent when when wf bought wcw but this thing right here this ish right here, could you know, is one of the things where that's very West the, Coast of you, sir. That's very West Coast. <laughs> uh, the sale we have now come from, I think that we don't believe is going to happen. To the sale will happen. It's just a matter of when it's going to happen. And I think the idea of it being sold to AEW is just fantasy booking. There's mm-hmm. been a lot of fantasy booking this week. This week, a whole lot. Uh, a lot of things going on. And mm-hmm. I think we, as the internet wrestling community or journalists, whatever you want to call, we cannot call ourselves wrestling journalists. Journalists have facts. They've checked sources multiple times before they run a story. Okay, mm-hmm. the Wall Street um, Journal posting about these sales. Those guys are journalists. Mm-hmm. What most people who proclaim to be journalists do, we're gossip. We gossip. It's one giant bit game of Paul Heyman's telephone. Just telephone, mm-hmm. telephone, telephone. We're all on the phone chatting and making rumors. And hopefully the ish that we throw to the wall sticks. And I don't think this is going to stick I cannot foresee any situation where AEW buys WWE at all. And and to your point, to be clear, the way we found out that WWE bought WCW was from WWE on their website earlier right. that day. It if, was not if you even had Meltzer, internet. If you were connected to the internet in 2001, yeah. right? So it was not Dave Meltzer. It was not WrestleMania. It was not whoever else. You know, Let's talk about WrestleBoard. That was the big site back in the day. WrestleBoard. Right. So it's just pre-WrestleZone, like, all of that. It, it's, yeah. It's really one of those things where it's like, guys, 
I, again, the fantasy booking is like over the top and, and it's, it's gotten people mad all week. And we'll probably talk about what, what folks are mad about, but it's like, guys, let's take a step back, you know, think about how this impacts the people you say you love on these programs because mm-hmm. they're ending up hearing those rumors like we are. And imagine working in a company where you've got to go, oh, snap. You know, are we really for sale? Like, what's really going on? Triple H had to have a meeting with the people again today, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of to quell their thoughts and tell them, hey, listen, you know, uh, everything is going to be business as usual for the time being. Here's why Vince is here, et cetera, et cetera. You yeah. got to do that. You know, um, if you worked at a company and I've been there, too where you work at a company and the news outlets are reporting there's rumors of a sale and you're going, wait a minute, what, what mm-hmm. what's going on? Like, wh- what does this mean for me? So you know how you feel when you go into work like that. How do you think these people feel? And they're putting their lives on the line for right. our entertainment. Let's yeah. please be careful about that. Cause you just absolutely yeah. Jay. And yeah. I do believe where there's smoke, there is fire. Um, again, let's backtrack to the beginning. Remember Vince at first, he came back to help with media rights and I'm sure NBCU and Fox was like, what we got to do with this? We like you guys. We want to stay. Uh, we like what's going on. Of course, the reports came out today that Fox has been losing millions of dollars for the last three years. Um, we haven't really confirmed that yet, but I believe that it's the most people who watch Fox on Fridays. So, you know what I mean? Like with original content programming, but I think it's one of those things there. Remember, Stephanie had a talent meeting last Friday. I was like, hey, nothing to see here. Everything's fine. Tuesday, she's out. Right. You know, Tuesday. So that's swirling in their heads too. He's done. It's like, man, we've heard this before. Everything is fine. And Steph's gone the next week. You know what I mean? And, and, and now you see Triple H saying, okay, he told talent that, you know, is to see whether or not to sell. Or whether to, no, it is to is to sell. The lady who was the co-CEO a week ago who told us everything is fine is now home. She finally got a much-delayed surgery done on her foot or her ankle, which we'll get into later. But, like, she put off surgery to run the company. And as soon as she leaves, she's like, well, might as well get it done then, I guess. I got nothing else to do. I got to run a billion-dollar company. So change is coming. I know it's one of those things that we've seen the McMahon family forever since the since Capital Wrestling, since Worldwide Wrestling Federation with Vince's grandfather jess to you know vincent j mcmahon's now vincent k mcmahon but it looks like this will no longer be a mcmahon family ran company and i think for a lot of us that's crazy for us to accept and i think our tribalism has pitted well AEW could buy them it's not happening AEW has his own things to worry about they already have another company you think tony khan's gonna be up all night booking wwe aew roh do aew or that, you know what don't 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 answer that because the answer to that will actually be yes like tony khan yeah. will do that uh, i was at dynamite wednesday and man that guy has energy uh-huh i've told <laughs> some people about that he's different yeah, he ate, but we were in L.A., so, you know, he had premium no, 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 energy. No. He, yeah, well, wow. there you go. Wow. Because he was different. Yeah, allegedly, allegedly. You have that premium energy in L.A., you know? I mean, you know, s- sometimes it's very sunny outside, but inside the form, it could have been snowing. See? Don't do that. Don't do that. All right. What do we have next? 
<laughs> well, what we have next, men, uh, uh, Kane mentioned Stephanie McMahon. So what's the first thing you do after you resign as co-CEO of WWE? I'm going to Disney World. No, not exactly. <laughs> if you're Stephanie McMahon, you're going to the hospital. Yeah, she went to the hospital to um, actually get a health issue resolved. So she apparently needed ankle surgery. And it seemed like this was the right time to do it. Now, she let us all know this uh, on the social. She said it was a busy week that uh, the folks at Andrews uh, Sports Medical and uh, Orthopedic Center fixed her ankle. And, uh, of course, she's starting on rehab and her amazing caregiver, Triple H, was there as well. So uh, certainly best wishes and a speedy recovery to Stephanie McMahon. Uh, I, I Somebody, I think, in our chat said that she was running the company with a broken freaking ankle. I think that's hilarious. Um, but yeah, get well soon. Stuff carrying the company on your back is hard on the ankles. Yeah, it, it is. I was going to say that. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it is. So uh, get well soon, Stephanie. It's so crazy that, and I know freedom of speech, all this other stuff, but why post it? Very interesting Be because we do know that they did not post in real time what happened to Triple H. What they did was told us weeks later that Triple H had and all they said was a, a what were the words that they used? They said a uh, they didn't say exactly what was going on. Was, we knew like from reading heart it was like a, a heart or something. procedure or something. It was a full on infraction. But they exactly. Were, it was yeah. A real. It was they were real subtle about it, and they had told us weeks after it happened. So it is interesting that she would just randomly post that this is uh, happening this week. Yeah. Maybe it's one of those things that after Vince told her to kick rocks, she did and broke an ankle. Boom. Damn. I'll take that yeah, over the womp. I, I yeah I find it I just find it interesting um because she does she does post she doesn't post a lot but she does right. post and it's the fact that you already know like I'm I'm pretty sure you're you're aware of all, everything that is swirling so oh, yeah. was the intent to distract or or was it an innocent post because like for me if I were in that position, look, you ain't going to hear, like, look, the next thing you hear from me is whatever I'm going to be doing next if I decide yeah. to do something next. Yeah. Um, you know what Stephanie should do next? Stephanie McMahon should do a podcast. The, I'm all grown up <laughs> now. She never would. All grown up podcast. Stephanie McMahon revealing over 40 years of WWE It'll never happen. Stuff. No. But but I'll tell you what I'm surprised at, though. I'm actually surprised that she posted at all. I didn't expect mm -hmm. to hear from her for months. Right. I did not expect it. So when I saw that, I was actually very shocked. Yeah. Like, oh. You know okay. what it is, G? I, I, I mean, new Stephanie, new position, post-WWE. Maybe we're going to see her on TikTok doing 17-step dances or something soon. Like, at this point, she's she's no I mean, she's longer affiliated with WWE. Yeah, so. she's, she's just a civilian. She's just good old Stephanie Levex. Come on you now. Know, running around. That's like, so. that's like saying Prince Harry and Meghan Merkel are, are now civilians. But I still <laughs> refer to Prince Harry as Prince Harry, even though mm -hmm. we don't need to and nobody really cares. But at the end of the day, like, 
Stephanie McMahon is always going to be Stephanie McMahon. Like no matter Agreed. what people say, and this is the same thing I, I said about Vince when the whole debacle happened um, during the summer. At the end oh. of the day, he's still Vince McMahon. Like it's just, it's just again. Like I, I would love to know what there needs to when this is all said and done. There needs to be, and maybe I'll get with my writing partner and do this. So don't steal it, because if you do, it's documented. There needs to be, uh, like, uh, um, I'm in the midst of watching Downton Abbey. There needs to be a version, a wrestling version on the fictitious McMahon family and how we got to this point. Because like it's absolutely, yeah, it's absolutely insane. It's just. I think they got one. It's on HBO. It's called Succession, right? <laughs> the Succession on HBO is basically this. So with a little bit of arrested development tied in, you know what I mean? I mean, it's just fuck. Listen, when art imitates art, imitates life, I guess. Yeah. Life imitates we, art. Yeah, we saw the dysfunctionally. I'm saying we saw the dysfunction McMahon's on TV, but the whole time has been happening like in real life. So when Let life imitates me. art, eliminates art, this is a family company, and Vince McMahon who got it from his daddy would much rather give it to somebody else than give it to his kids. Allegedly. Has he Allegedly. ever said that? Has he ever said that? We're Allegedly. seeing it. Allegedly. Like Shane and Stephanie well, should be running this company. Wait, it's, wait, wait. It's, it's absurd. He, here's the thing. Stephanie was running the company. And then Stephanie left. So I, I, I can't say left. that he doesn't. I can't say that he doesn't want his kids to run it. I, I, at this point, I don't know what is happening. Or it and could I, be like the crown and they're waiting like the queen passed away and now Charles took over. Maybe they're just like, look, he's set in his ways because let's see. Like, I, I mean, I'm not going to speak for all. But he's going to sell it. He's going to sell it. So Unless it won't be the McMahon family. We don't know. He might not sell it he might not sell I it at AEW, but he's selling. It's selling. I, no, no, that's no, why no. Nick Khan is here. Is is he not? Kane, I and this is rumors. I I am doing a rumor, bit, is, G, but. but this is Vince McMahon, and I think he could swerve us all. There is just as much of a possibility that he does not sell, because here's the thing: what what, what we don't know, and these are obviously way above our pay grade. I don't know how much regular money he pulls in from all this. Right. Like there's no way he's still not pulling money in. So, I mean, what kind of a deal would you have to cut that would allow money to keep coming in? Or you do you just want to take one giant lump sum? And at his age, I mean, I know we all think he'll probably live to 150. But I mean, who knows? I'm not trying to speak anything on him, but who knows? He's 77 years old. Um, so how much time do you have? With all of this money, Gee. do you want to do you want to set up if we're talking succession? Do you want to set your your kids and your grandkids and your great grandkids up so they don't have to work a day in their lives? Or better yet, is it more important to have something to hand to them legacy wise, which is WWE? It, and is that more valuable to him than a sale? Now, I don't think that a sale is in stone. I think we could all be getting swerved. Yep. I, I, I tell you, I tell you what it is, G. It's in wet cement. It might not be in stone, but it's in wet cement, brother. With all these changes that have been happening, who's been the one constant in WWE? With all these changes of power coming to power, leaving, coming to going, it's been Nick Khan. 
Nick Khan, who knows nothing about professional wrestling. He's the Rock's homie and still don't know nothing about professional wrestling. He is here for one reason. He is a Hollywood deal maker. He works for agency, CAA, ICM. He is to make deals. This is what he does. He comes in, evaluates, flips it, sells it, on to the next. He's met with Disney and, and NBC presidents this week. He's here to be the guy to make it move. Allegedly, it's in, I mean, it's it's in the trades that he's been meeting with them and meeting with interesting names. They're going to sell. They're going to go private. That is but my what, opinion. That's what I think is, is going to happen. They've hired J.P. Morgan to, to like, initiate and, and get fillers to see what's going on. I, I didn't think this was going to happen, but we're going to see a new WWE. We're going to see so-and-so's WWEs or WWE, a subsidiary of something like that. I never thought I'd see it, but I've come to accept it already. Well, there's a couple other things that we need to take into consideration. One, TV ratings are not what they used to be. So that's that's for everybody. For, for everybody. everybody. No, it's not just wrestling. For everybody. Every team, yeah. like people who are used to having, you know, a certain amount of million viewers and stuff like that, you're bare, mm -hmm. you're getting maybe one or two on a good day if you have a good show. Right. Mm -hmm. So TV ratings are not what they're what they used to be. So now you now you're looking at what funds are bringing in for that. Um, you're looking at as far as Peacock and the deal with Peacock, what what is that bringing in? Then you're looking at then then if I were them now you're looking at the WWE former app because it's still operating overseas. What is right. that? What, what is that looking like? Like I don't necessarily think there there is a possibility for a sale. But again, this is what you know, and I and I know where you're what where you're going with that, uh, Kane. But it's just like one of those things. There is a possibility, but there's also a possibility where um, it's more about the rights and longevity. And there might be, not be a sale of the company, but more of a sale of the brand, because the brand is more actually more important than the company. Because they say, for instance, that WWE stops tomorrow. They have decades worth of content mm -hmm. at the end of the day that could stream somewhere else and that could bring in that could bring in money. So sure. I mean, I, I think those are those those are the factors that we're um, that we're looking at, and we also don't know the true relationship between Vince. Um, be between Vince, Shane, and Stephanie. Like the fact mm -hmm. that once Vince was ousted in the summer, Stephanie on national TV said, I love you, dad. I don't think that's a hateful, like, I don't think if you didn't like your dad, you would you would do that. Like, I, I this is something that they said in this Megan Stallion, Tory Lanez trial. Like the, to, for, for Megan or whoever to create this storyline, you have to be a mastermind. And mm -hmm. I don't think Stephanie would mastermind and orchestrate all this for us to think that she loves her dad. Opposed mm -hmm. to her just really loving her dad is like, man, I I don't want to see this. But I right. also think that Stephanie and Triple H know that their dad is old. And mm -hmm. one day, like the mm -hmm. queen, he won't be there. Yeah. So like wait it out. Like mm -hmm. they, that's kind of like out of, out of respect. Because I feel like they yeah. could, he, he's now solidified his position now as far as he can't be ousted at all. But mm -hmm. I feel as a respect thing, like, all right, my bank account's good. Kids are good. Family's mm -hmm. good. Bet. Let, let me let me just lay back in the cut like Charles mm -hmm. and yeah. just live my life because eventually Father Time is a wrap and I I don't want and to you sound will bad, soon be the king mm -hmm. right it's just it's, well that's, that's what, what, what you know TK I I can only see that happening because we got to remember that there have been previous shareholders who have now filed a lawsuit against WWE for their removal. that is true 
That is right? correct. So mm-hmm. that can be the only thing that could kind of like prohibit. They could figure out, hey, we were illegally ousted, the seizure of power. But even that, you still got to fight that because Vince still had the power. Vince mm-hmm. always had the power. You know what I mean? It, it, again, it, it's like living in a house or driving a car with your name without your name on it. Yeah, you driving it, you taking care of it, you running it, but ultimately the person that owns it still controls it. So I think that's like the biggest thing that in in any type of scenario that we could paint, it all comes down to what Vince wants to do. And if Vince right. was to sell and they they've hired multiple firms and they've hired JP Morgan to investigate, to sniff around, they're not doing this just to see, so how much money is we worth? All right, thanks, bye. No, it's to get potential suitors. Listen, I'm a big Washington football team fan. We have whatever our names are, the R-words, the football team, the commanders. The moment Daniel Snyder, the owner, hired Bank of America, oh, we sell it. It's selling. It's going to happen. Here, like these here's things the don't happen for any reason, right? The G? difference between Dan Snyder and Vince McMahon. Dan Snyder did not build that team and that business and that franchise from the ground up. Vince McMahon burnt the took down, this huh? thing. Vince McMahon took this thing from being a regional promotion, risked his house, risked everything he had on a WrestleMania. Turn this into a global phenomenon. Are you physically and mentally and emotionally prepared to let that go? That, I think, is the biggest question. Sure, you can come back right now because you want to get back in the swing of things and say, yeah, I want to sell, sell. But when it comes down to it, does he really want to let it go? And I know this, as a tax as we get to certain things, we don't want to let certain things go. I can't imagine the space you had to be at to have run something for 40 years and then voluntarily go, I'm going to sell it. I don't know. I don't know. Jay, we're going to see, man. Is I we mean, are. It's, it's, it's a we huge are. talking point. It, it's exciting for wrestling fans like us who've seen this happen. Like we've always used to see the merger of the territories, this, that thing merge. The biggest merger, mm-hmm. of course, being WCW and WWF. And then it's just kind of been quiet for the last 20 years. But these last mm-hmm. 34 years since the emergence of AEW as a quality second brand, if not 1B to the 1A, and now this possibility of WWE going from the McMahon family, which we never thought was possible. It's an exciting time, G. And again, man, we're going to see. But, you know, this is what makes professional wrestling wrestling. Those those Black Saturday, 1984 you know what I'm saying? WCW buys WBF 2001, and now to eventually what's going to happen here in 2023. Well, with that said, a shout to Casey and JD in the chat. What do we have next? Uh, from WCW to uh, something that is actually verified, or not from WWE rumors <laughs> to a verifiable fact. And the verifiable fact is uh, Jade Cargill is now officially the longest reigning champion in AEW history. Her reign as the TBS champion today moves to 373 days. Uh, That breaks the record for the previous AEW Women's World Champion, Hikaru Shida, who held that title for 372 days. So this is some special history here. I don't see this reign for Jade Cargill ending anytime soon uh a very big deal for her she is the inaugural tbs champion uh there's not been another 
And uh, you could argue she's the most popular woman in AEW right now. So congratulations to her big time history. And uh, I think she's become bigger than that championship. And I don't know that they planned for that. But uh, long live the reign of Jade Cargill as your longest reigning AEW champion in history. Gee, I feel like they haven't planned for that because applause for my girl Jade because we didn't see yeah, any yeah. acknowledgement on AEW television about it. Why well, wasn't there a celebration, right? That, well, like that's today? because it's today. Today's the day that it happened. So mm. it would have been too early to do it Wednesday. It was still two days behind Sheeta's record. So could have taped it. Well, they, they could have. They, they, they might have a little have. montage going, but they is it on social media? I mean, at mm. least they could have done it put it on social media. Well, yeah. she does have a dark match. Uh, she taped a dark match during Dynamite Wednesday night. I was there. It was lit. I was wondering why she was on dark. I was like, hey, man, it's Jay Cargill in L.A. This needs to be like everybody gets to see this. Where's Bow Wow? Where were the rappers in L.A.? I was a little uh, about that. But Can we just say uh, that I'm glad that the Bow Wow thing is kind of settled and we're not hearing just, about it anymore? I'm, not, it's gone I'm away. not happy about that. I wish they would have. Um, Where's the payoff to that? that? What's happening? You know, yeah. You know? We got to figure out what's going on with her and Red Velvet as well. You know what I mean? Like, I need to figure out what's going on with that. Jade Cargill is one of the biggest organic acts that AEW has. Agreed. I've been screaming to the rooftops the moment I saw Jade Cargill. I said, she is her. She is her. She needs to be it. This is like, this is like mm -hmm. everything. So I'm just kind of still frustrated by her booking a little bit. Uh, the crowd was kind of disappointed by that because after we finished Dynamite Wednesday night, we did this random dark elevation match with Jade. I think it was a tag team where I red velvet against uh, two people. And then they switched back to start uh rampage and you know, her spouse, Brandon Phillips, shouts to my guy, Brandon Phillips, one of my favorite Cincinnati Reds players. Her daughter was there and, and whatnot too. So I figured, and Dasha during the break acknowledged them. So I'm thinking she was going to have something very huge happen. So there's actually nothing on, on, on Twitter. Nothing. nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So nothing. I was thinking like, oh, okay, this is going to be a big deal for Jade. And I, and I think, uh, Tony Khan, if you're watching, which of course you are, you love some WWT Live, brother. We gotta push the organic talent more, man. I, I know there's MGF, uh, MJF and whatnot, and what, but Jade, Jade transcends wrestling. Mm -hmm. She's been mm -hmm. on the Breakfast Club. She's been like in the streets. She is a superstar who can be a pop culture icon. Who could be really your first AEW pop culture star? People mm -hmm. who may not kind of know, like my mom knows the girl with the braids who beats people with her braid, Bianca Belair, mm -hmm. WWE. Mm -hmm. She transcends wrestling, right? So that's what Jade can be this big, powerful black woman who looks like Storm whooping ass. Like, that's yeah, beat her ass. Like, you know, there was first time people seen AEW in the audience and they were like, Who is that? Cause and mm -hmm. that's what Jade does. The moment you see her, who was that? So you know, hopefully, maybe come next Wednesday's Dynamite or next Friday's Rampage, there's also some type of acknowledgement, some type of celebration to pass. Um, Sheeta, who is like Hill now or something, uh, it's still being determined. I guess what's going yeah. on with that. By the way, that boo when Mercedes Monet did not show up. I don't know how I sat it on TV, but in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah, Whoa, they glossed boy. over that. They glossed over that on TV. You couldn't boy, really tell. When but. when it went dark and we saw them rampage promos, woo, buddy. Oh, the oh you, yeah, no, we couldn't hear that on yeah, TV. Yeah, man, it went dark after the uh the uh the two the tag team was she that oh yeah. boy, woo. 
But you know what, though? That goes to to what we were talking about before, about this fantasy booking, right? Mm -hmm. Listen, AEW never gave any indication that Mercedes Monet was coming. In fact, they tried to quell that rumor the week before by having Soraya say who her tag team partner was. And right. it was Tony Storm. And then everybody's like, oh, there's <laughs> See, and, and this is what I'm saying. We've been creating these realities in our head. So we're not mad at AEW. We're really mad at ourselves. Played ourselves. That's the reality of it. Because Mercedes never said she was coming. She hasn't Tony said much. She hasn't said much of anything. Tony mm-hmm. Khan never said she was coming. So you, you can't get mad at false advertising when they never advertised it. They never what, even gave us a hint. Of what, at you all. know what, G? I will say in the promo that Britt Baker and them did to the sit down with Renee Paquette, she did say the boss line. There was a little winky wink there and sure. the CEO thing. And everyone was kind of like, ooh, what's happening? You know, that's called a teaser, right? <laughs> How many times has AEW folks done promos that mention WWE folks? All the yeah. time. Max mm-hmm. Caster, every week when he does a rap does something that refers to something that's going on in the world, WWE or not. So that's not an indicator that she's on the way. I, I think I think this week is a massive lesson for the internet wrestling community. Like, we got to pull it back. They're not going to learn. No, yeah. no they're not yeah. going to learn. <laughs> but, you, but you know what it is? Ultimately, guys, I think it's one of those things that in wrestling community, look at me. Are you looking at me? If you think that New Japan Pro Wrestling was going to allow Mercedes Monet, fresh from Wrestle Kingdom, for her first American appearance in a wrestling ring to be on AEW, then like Mercedes Monet's former boss, there was no chance in hell that that was going to happen. What? You really thought that New Japan was going to be like, you know what? Forget what we got going on in San Jose at Battle in the Valley on February 18th for our IWGP Women's Title against Kerry San. No, it's not happening. So we'll see you in San Jose on February 18th if you want to see Mercedes Monet wrestle in America again. Well done, well done. Now let me go so far as to say this: uh, if you're going to see her. You're going to see her on pay-per-view because the second that they said that she was coming, the rest of the venue sold out. So (laughs) you're not going to get it. And then I heard that there were an additional 40,000 new subscriptions for NJPW World. Mm -hmm. And prior to Wrestle Kingdom, just picture this, there was less than 120,000 subscriptions worldwide. (laughs) So this woman literally brought in an additional 30% of people. Like, this is crazy. And then on the flip side, where were you going to say? I was going to say, to your point, Kane, there's no way that New Japan is going to say, oh, we'll we'll steal that. We'll let you steal our thunder. Sure. Absolutely not. Yeah. Not not in Joe Biden's America. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> and then no, also, too, let's think about it. She's <laughs> been with WWE for a number of years, grinding mm-hmm. week in, week out. Like, they don't get a lot of breaks. Nope. And if now you get to a point where your name literally cashes in, why are you going? Because I am now kind of on that mindset. Why are you working harder? She has right. this. 
She has Disney. She has probably mm-hmm. other, we saw her on a whole bunch of other red, red carpets. So you already know she's making connections, doing other things. Why right. would she put herself in a position to have to do that grind again, where she's still doing what she loves. Mm-hmm. She's still wrestling. And then she can do other things too. Um, so, you know, let, let, I mean, there, at the end of the day, people are still going to talk. And I do wish I could go down the rabbit hole in some of these things and just, you know, predict and do all this other stuff. But I, the journalist in me is just not going to allow that to happen. Um, but, but I will say, TK, fantasy booking, just to go back to it, once Mercedes does get busy with New Japan and hopefully New Japan and AEW still has a relationship, we will get some sort of Jade Cargill, Mercedes Monet match. That I don't know, I don't know, no. That that'll be a banger though. I don't it know. Would be no. a, it would be a banger if and and Jade has been working, but it's kind of like you have to it has to be a banger beyond um Bianca and Sasha and be a be a banger right. beyond Bianca uh, beyond Sasha and, and Bailey or Mercedes mm-hmm. and Bailey. Like mm-hmm. it if, if it's not on that level. Or even um, Thunder Rosa and and Britt Baker, like that right. matches it. If it's but not see, on that level, I don't want to see it. I right. think Jade Mercedes can be Hogan Andre in terms of we're not here for the wrestling, we're here for the mystique of it. Just but, the what am I looking at? You know what I mean? But here's for the IWGP I think, Women's Championship, Jade Cargill, Mercedes Monet. Here's 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 the problem with that theory. The problem with that theory is women's wrestling has been working so hard all across the board to establish themselves in terms of in-ring content that Mm -hmm. just bringing me to the dance isn't enough. And let's remember this. Hogan Andre was in 1987. The bar was only so high in (laughs) WWE. It was only so high. And if we're completely honest, their thunder got stolen earlier that night by Steamboat and Savage. Boat and Ricky, yeah. Where they got a real wrestling clinic. So <laughs> I think, again, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know that we want to put Jade in that position just yet. Um, give her a chance to continue to, to do some more work because let's be honest, Mercedes has competed in WrestleMania several times. Amazing matches that we can all reference, you know. So at this point, Jade will really have to be ready to do that. And I'm not sure that that's, that's the case just yet. Yeah, we we need you know more than ten minutes, not some yes five or six minute BS and you know right. something like that. Like, I mean, yes, can you have been right? So I don't want to take that away from you. However, mm-hmm. if you're gonna do it, then do it <laughs> do it properly. Like yeah. you know, you just can't you can't just show up to you can't ask the girl on the date and then just show up how you are now. You have to be you know a little presentable. You can't so just that's what went wrong for me. Damn, <laughs> just feelings. Just, well, just saying. Uh, let's go on to our before we uh, wrap up. Age <laughs> wrestling facts. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Well, uh, let's go back to this day in 1993. Uh, for those who don't know, WCW had a thing called Clash of the Champions. It wasn't a pay per view. It so was good. kind of the equivalent to Saturday night's main event. It was like a premium live event on free television. So this day in 1993, the reason this was significant, really, I mean, yeah, they had a Thunder Cage match that had Dustin Rhodes <laughs> stinging Cactus Jack against Vader, 
Barry Windham and Paul Orndorff, but that's not why we're talking about it. We're talking about it because it was the last event for Jim Ross in WCW. He would later join the WWE a couple of months later, debuting at WrestleMania 9 in Las Vegas. And that's kind of the end of an era there because Jim Ross obviously was a major voice for WCW prior uh, to that. So that happened in 93. I mentioned Cactus Jack was in this match. Well, he's a big part of something that happened in 2000 because on this day in 2000, they had a taping of SmackDown back when SmackDown was taped and wasn't live. And um, they were preparing, they being Mick Foley and Triple H, were preparing for their uh, big, big match that was going to happen at the Royal Rumble. It was a real, like, major Falls Count Anywhere kind of craziness match. And for that to happen, Mick Foley introduced to the WWE for the first time since 1998. Mick Foley went and brought out Cactus Jack. So it was Cactus bang, bang. Jack that would end up fighting Triple H. And that was a crazy, crazy match at the Royal Rumble. And then in 2001, just a year later, speaking of finals, it was the final show ever for the original ECW. It happened in, of all places, Pine Bluff, Arkansas, which kind of showed that ECW had gotten to be a national promotion, of course, originally centered in uh, Philly. But it was a house show, and it was main evented by Justin Credible, who defeated the Sandman in a hardcore match. That's kind of crazy. The last bit of crazy news on this one, and I'm sure you'll all remember where you were on this day in 2014, when the WWE made a shocking announcement that the first inductee into the Class of 2014 Hall of Fame would be the Ultimate warrior that was a shocker because there was this obviously strained relationship between the warrior and wwe he had said some pretty not so nice things about them over the years and so everybody wondered what would warrior say on a live mic at the hall of fame induction ceremony well it ended up being a very special weekend for warrior he got inducted it seemed as though him and vince you know patched it up one more time uh, I was actually around, well, not around. I was in New Orleans that weekend, went to Mania, actually saw Warrior uh, for the final time that Monday night on Monday Night Raw. Actually, if you go back, you'd actually see me in the front row somewhere there. Nice. And um, what actually happened that night, I remember because I said, he doesn't look right. He looked extremely winded when he came out and shook the ropes, and I was a bit concerned about him. And then we found out about his unfortunate demise just 24 hours later. But yeah, Ultimate Warrior announced going into the Hall of Fame this day in 2014. And those are your vintage wrestling facts. Vintage wrestling facts. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, G? Uh, you, that's why you're the professor, brother. First of all, so many memories for us hearing those. Like, just starting with warrior like you know mm. the vintage wrestling facts yeah theme is mm. pretty much second to the ultimate warrior theme song itself just an mm. amazing theme when you hear yeah it does it and then warrior just runs down the ramp full speed and mm -hmm. shakes the ropes gee yeah. you are a professional wrestling commentator you've been in a wrestling ring you know how heavy ring ropes are 
They are very heavy. Right? Ring ropes are very heavy. Like, they're not rope. They're more like Mm -hmm. cables. Like Yes, and they are stiff. (laughs) They're stiff. So Mm -hmm. them things was like, under uh, Ultimate Warrior had them ring ropes twerking. They were just twerking, just bouncing, bounce, bounce, bounce. And like, just the persona, like just him, Hogan, Macho Man. You think about rock and roll wrestling, those 80s things, like Warrior, Mm -hmm. you always got to, like just mention him and the iconic of him beating Hogan at WrestleMania and holding up mm-hmm. both titles, combining the mm-hmm. titles, you know, and yeah. it was just amazing, man. We we miss you, Warrior, man. And um, and what about ECW final show? Twenty two years, man. That's crazy. It's As crazy. ECW has been like gone longer than it was actually here. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And, and it's just like the the power that it still holds over everybody you know what i mean mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. uh yeah man i miss ecw shouts to ecw on tnn yeah back in the day back yeah. in the day and then vince swooped in and uh just like hey man we're gonna go ahead and take over that viacom deal thanks <laughs> now that's extreme favorite ecw wrestler who you got g rvd rvd ah, yeah, tk oh my god you should uh <laughs> this is totally off the look up Katie Forbes, her uh, her her current stuff on Twitter because she I think she got kicked off on Instagram. Very on oh. topic with Rob that damn. So yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, um, I, I I would go, I would go, I would go the same. He's actually pretty, pretty um, he's pretty nice, like in person. Now, yeah. he, was at the, he was at the wow taping um a couple years oh. ago. Really nice in person. Uh JD saying Taz. Taz was dope. Taz was very dope. Taz the Very human good. suplex ring rope sword. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's gonna be in like the Max Caster next bar or top dollar. Mm-hmm. Either one, you can have that. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, Taz, Bam Bam Bigelow when they fell through the ring for the TV championship. That I was mean, crazy. I mean, Rob Van Dam. Oh, who could get Masato Tanaka and Mike Awesome matches? Those where are you just crazy. thought you was just seeing like death. Shane yeah. Douglas, of course, mm-hmm. set it off. The you know major what I mean? promo he did and turned it from Eastern Championship Wrestling to Extreme Championship Wrestling. It was a big deal. Ain't no Eastern Championship Wrestling, bit. Ain't no NWA yeah. territory, bit. We extreme, yeah. bit. Todd yeah. Gordon. What up? <laughs> no, I mean, let's make it popping. <laughs> anyway, speaking of uh, being extreme and making history, tonight, y'all. Tonight, tonight. In less than an hour. end of an era. Could this be the end of hardcore country? As we're going to see... The great, legendary, and most importantly, from Richmond, Virginia, to up, mm-hmm. to down, baby. Mickey James will put her career on the line. She's in her last rodeo to try to win the Impact Women's, the Impact Knockouts Championship from Jordan Grace, who is getting swoller by the minute. She is. is ready for this event, clearly, at Hard to Kill going down tonight. Very excited about this. Who do you guys? I mean, is this the is this it for Mickey? Like, Ooh. if you actually watch, we did an interview with her. Um, so shout to us um, to Santana and Nikki. They did an inter- mm-hmm. interview with her last week, and she was just talking about um, you know you're never really ready. She's been in this for more than two decades. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, and she can still go. Mm-hmm. So it would be interesting. Yeah, like I, I feel like yes, is her is her last rodeo, but I feel like there's probably like one more rodeo to go. Um, mm-hmm. so I feel like I, I'm definitely giving her another, and it really just depends on what she has on the back end. 
you know, sure. I think it's like sure. the plans that you have on the black back end, you know, what companies you're working with, et cetera. Um, so I would, they're both friends of the show though. I, mm -hmm. I would say it'd be a big feather in the cap for Jordan. Um, mm -hmm. But part of me wants um, Mickey to win just because it's just like, just because you're younger doesn't mean that the person with more experience, just because they're past a certain age or past their prime, doesn't mean that they can't outwit them. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. I want to kind of see that dynamic and that storytelling going. Mm -hmm. And maybe, you know, Mickey does win it and then Jordan does come. Like, I want to see that element. We know, like, I, I feel like it just can't be that one hurrah. I feel mm -hmm. like it. Mickey gets it, then Jordan chases, and, you know, we can do another one because they're – they're both such great wrestlers and, and Jordan is getting swollen. She, she actually did a post about that um, a couple of months ago where she's like, I don't give an F anymore. This is mm. what I want to look like. And, and her prototype is China. So mm. she's on a mission. So kudos Jeez. to her too. Yeah, it's it's funny. They are here in Atlanta uh, at uh, the historic center stage. So it's crazy. What's even crazier is they've actually announced that the world title match between Bully Ray and Josh Alexander is starting the show, which means this thing is going to end the show, nice. which yeah. now makes you think a number of things, right? Like, I think the way it's being billed, you could argue that they're billing it like this could be the last hurrah for Mickey James. If it is, it makes a whole lot of sense for her being on last. If it's right. not, it makes a whole lot of sense for her being on last. Right. Think about that moment of her winning, keeping her career, winning the title, and that's the go-home shot from this pay-per-view. Um, I think it's going to be wild. I think it's going to be really, really wild uh, to see what happens there tonight. Now, I'll be there tomorrow night uh, for the fallout, for the fallout uh, mm -hmm. and so I'll, I'll certainly know what, what they're going to do taping-wise there. But I think either way, it's a big moment, and I will say this. Um, Impact Wrestling has always done a great job respecting women's wrestling and okay. respecting Mickey James. Mm -hmm. And so to me, it makes total sense that this match is last on the card. Uh, I do believe that if Mickey does lose, they're going to have an amazing send off for her, which will probably be on the TV tapings because she's certainly worthy of that. Um, at the same time, I feel like there's going to be a massive celebration if she wins. So it's going to be emotional either way tonight. And uh, yeah. certainly you can watch it on Fight TV. There it is. All Nothing right. Plug, G. <laughs> hey, G, what else can you watch on Fight TV, by the way? Uh, you can watch Battle Slam, uh, hey. this upcoming Battle Slam, which will be on Sunday. Uh, that'll be airing at another date. It won't be airing live. Um, but what is intriguing, they've announced uh, the main event for that, which is Baron Black defending the Icon World Championship against Jonathan Gresham. Let me just that tell you. That match back. is going to be crazy. Mm -hmm. The storytelling, I mean, the stories alone, you Correct. know, the, you know, this time last year we were celebrating the launch of Terminus, which is uh, Gresham's promotion. And Baron Black had been working with that. And, you know, mm -hmm. uh, Battle Slam is kind of the baby of, uh, or the cousin or brother, however you look at it, of Terminus. And the fact that Battle Slam is still happening and we haven't seen a Terminus, like, yeah. I'm going to have a lot of fun with that Sunday night. That's all I, yeah. A lot of fun. can't wait, can't wait, can't wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, with that being said, uh, why don't you just finish it off, Professor? Where can everybody find you? All that good stuff. 
for sure. You can find me at Bonnerfied on all of the platforms. Uh, you can find me at Southern Honor Wrestling, of course, uh, where our latest show will be on IWTV very soon. Also, you can find me at Championship District Wrestling, working with the Nightmare Factory, and again, Battle Slam this Sunday. A massive card. I'm really excited about that, and we'll keep you posted on when that's going to hit Fight TV. And Mr. Kane McCoy, where can everybody find you? Yeah, follow me, Kane McCoy, C-A-I-N-M-C-C-O-Y. Going to be posting a lot about wrestling tonight. Really excited for Hard to Kill. Support Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling has always kind of been the OG of this women's revolution. They've always put on bangers involving women. A lot of the great women you see in WWE and AEW really got busy in TNA slash Impact mm-hmm. first. So they've mm-hmm. always had a respect for women's wrestling. Shout out to Scott Demore, And uh, let's get busy on there, man. Let's see what happens with my girl, Mickey James, Richmond, Virginia. What up? Mm-hmm. Um, Did you say your social media or you just went on a tangent? It, it, it was before the tangent. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, definitely check out. Definitely uh, check out our website www.talkpod.com. Check out our social media www.talkpod. Um, all the socials. Um, I think I I have to double check. Um, we might be having uh after show for the pay per view tonight, but we also mm-hmm. do have SmackDown going on. Um, mm-hmm. so definitely check that all out. We have that all on our socials. Other than that, my name is TK Trinidad. You can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We will be back Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 3 p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Ciao, y'all. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.